Thanks for joining us for the Calm in the Storm series. Get wisdom from the Word and find answers for how you can remain calm in the midst of a storm. We hope this blesses you. Here's Pastor Tom Duchel with today's message. It's so good to be with you. And uh, today I want to just talk to you about uh, what I call barns and fields. Uh, we pick this up in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. Uh, it's a story about Jesus, and it says, And then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. As we consider this passage of Scripture, I think it's fair to make a comparison between the way Jesus carries out his ministry and the way that many in the church, and in fact most churches, are doing business currently. Uh, verse 35 tells us that Jesus went about all the cities, as well as going to their synagogues, teaching and preaching the gospel and healing all that were sick. The point that he makes, however, is that there seems to be only a few laborers in this harvest field, a few laborers uh, out there doing the work. I think we're all familiar with the passages of Scripture in the book of Acts that speaks of Jesus, and it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Jesus is our example. He's the example of how we, you and I, are to carry ourselves. He's the example of someone who specialized in field work. He worked in the fields. Uh, and this is where I have some concern. I have some concern uh, for the church. I have some concern for believers. It seems to me that more and more the church seems to have focused on the barn instead of the harvest. I think we've worked on storing the harvest rather than the harvest itself. Uh, the barn represents the church. And even in the, we, the fact that we tend to call the church uh, the barn— I think there's a wrong concept there. The church is not a building. It's not a tent or a meeting place. The church is you and I. You and I are the church, the believers, collectively, individually. Yes, God calls us into local fellowships. God does call us to fellowship together, but it's really you and I. In the midst of this coronavirus, COVID-19 panic, although you and I as believers have been mandated to stop meeting, the church goes on. It continues because you and I continue. We've spent much and considerable effort on decorating and equipping the barns, making preparations for activities at the barn. I think you get the picture. I think you understand that it wasn't the barn that we're supposed to focus on. And in some cases, we have done this at the expense of the harvest itself. You see, in Jesus' parable of the lost sheep, we see that there's much celebration or much excitement at the repentance of one who was lost and comes back. Uh, 
the woman with the lost coin. There was much excitement about the one lost coin that was found. And she took the one lost coin, and she probably spent more than the coin was worth to have a party afterwards. But the celebration was a picture of what it means to have someone come back that was lost, or to find something that was lost, or to bring in someone that was lost. In this time that we face, this time of uncertainty, I can tell you, right now, the harvest field is ripe. The harvest field is ready. In times of fear, in times of panic and anxiety, when we're seeing more and more confusion around uh, the science of COVID, uh, when many of the material things that we've trusted in are crumbling so very quickly, uh, this is a time when people are shifting their thoughts. They're shifting from the thoughts of temporal things to the thoughts of spiritual and eternal things. People are hungry. This is a time for us to be, for you and I, to be thinking about the harvest, about people. In verse 36 of the story, uh, in Matthew 9, Jesus says they were like sheep without a shepherd, scattered everywhere. They were scattered. And uh, we are finding ourselves in this very same kind of situations at the moment. There are many believers that uh, were what I'll call barn believers <laughs> for this message. They were comfortable in the barn. They were willing to have their spiritual needs met through their pastor, their prophet, their apostle, or some holy man of God. The danger, of course, is that now, when there's been a scattering, many cannot hear the voice of the good shepherd for themselves. This is always a danger, both for pastors and for followers alike. Uh, we can replace the voice of the great shepherd with the voice of our leader sometimes. Uh, this is always a great danger, and, and, and quite frankly, in my own heart, this is something that I fear the most, is the fact that people would look to me rather than to the good shepherd, that I would be a poor representative of Jesus, so much so that people would lean on me rather than have their own faith and lean on him. Hearing your pastor is great, but it's not a replacement for hearing God. This is one of the reasons that uh, here at Celebration Church, we are constantly encouraging our congregation members to read a daily reading program uh, with more than one verse, but uh, fill yourself up with the Word of God. Uh, we, we, we encourage regular prayer and study of the Scriptures. We need to study the Scriptures to see what they say for ourselves. During this season that we're in right now, this season of social distancing, many believers are now able to have time to really stop, to reflect, to think and go back and to really access what is important to us at this time, important in life. I mean, look, life is important, family is important, and God is important. As more isolation is imposed upon us. We are finding ourselves ensconced in our homes with our families, literally in lockdown together. Now, this time can be used wisely, or it can become a real flashpoint, a flashpoint in our marriages, a flashpoint with our children. We can either use this time to strengthen the basic unit of our family and begin to understand and appreciate the importance of family, or we can isolate ourselves from each other. 
we can isolate ourselves in the family and we can exacerbate issues that may have been undealt with or even ignored. And we ignore issues because of our busyness. We sometimes, uh, uh, because we are preoccupied or uh, just uh, there's an overall neglect sometimes in our families. And uh, in some cases, we've done this for years. And so this is going to pose a real challenge for many people because, hey, they haven't spent this much time together since they were courting or dating. Or So I want to uh, address this, that all over the world we're finding cases of domestic violence increasing because people are together. They're forced to be together. This is not the time to take it out on each other. This is the time to really take a deep breath. Don't turn away from each other. Don't turn against each other. Really practice turning towards each other, listening to each other, taking time, working through differences. You may disagree. You may not have spoken together and tried to solve problems for years. This would be a great opportunity. And if tensions get too high or too hot, take a breather. Don't try to work it through in one sitting. Give each other grace. Work it out. This is also a great time for traditions that may have been lost or have long ceased in many of our homes. Things like gathering around the dinner table, eating together, having conversation. Uh, I think this is more relevant now than ever before. Uh, This could be the starting point of our own field work. Jesus was in the field. Well, this could be the field work we start with, with the closest people to us. This is a good time where no one is rushing anywhere or for anything, start strengthening the family unit, the nuclear family. Rebuild your family altar. Pray together. Fellowship around the Word of God. Invest time in speaking to each other. This is an opportunity for many great healings to take place within families. Let me close with a couple of practical things, practical encouragements. You know, this could be a time to put our phones and gadgets away and practice the art of being present, being there. So many times we're in the room, but we're not present with each other. We're, we're, we're in the room, but we're distracted. We're in isolation. This would be a great time to practice presence. Learn the art of conversation. Speak to each other. Pray for one another. Take communion together. You see, I believe if we do this, we can all come through this storm much, much stronger. This is also a time for us to all think about this great harvest, the harvest that Jesus spoke about. There are many who do not know Christ, many who have not cultivated a relationship with him and have no source of courage or encouragement or strength except themselves. These are those that Jesus spoke of as being white unto harvest. Don't forget to reach out to your colleagues. Yes, those people that you work with. And although you're not together, we still have phones. We can still reach out. We can still even, you know, uh, do FaceTime or we can, we can do something to reach out to them. Some of them may be fearful. Some of them may be locked away and they don't have this resource or they don't have the resource of knowing how to communicate or they've never unlock their heart. And so without Christ in them, they're fearful, they're worried, they're left to their own thoughts. We're seeing 
suicide increase. We're seeing domestic problems increase. Uh, this, this time of people having to be quiet and face themselves and listen to themselves, if you don't know how to listen to God, it can be a very fearful time. So don't forget to reach out to your colleagues. Don't forget to reach out to extended family. Maybe people you haven't talked to in a long time. Find out how they're doing. Show concern. This may be a chance to build a bridge, open a door, heal a broken friendship or a relationship. Forgive people. Release people. Time is of the essence. Time is short. Life is precious. Think about your friends during this time. God did give us. Jesus gave us a ministry. He called it a ministry of reconciliation. And uh, our goal as believers has to be that we use this ministry of reconciliation to bring people into a proper relationship with Almighty God, our Heavenly Father. And we can do that by being like Jesus. We can go about being full of the Holy Spirit and we can do good and we can use this time to reach out and to heal all that are oppressed of the devil. The fields are white. Let's get busy. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Calm in the Storm. Connect with us online at Celebration Min to chat more about this episode and get more messages, encouragement and updates. Let's get closer through our virtual and online platforms and thrive together as we weather this storm. We are praying for you. God bless you. The Lord is asking who will go to clothe and feed the poor to help